Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. Hopefully, the weather is finally breaking. It will be spring. Hey, look who rolled in, Will Darkins. I thought you uh, retired from the radio business. No. Oh, okay. Not retired. You're just on the Johnny Carson uh, schedule these days. The John- What's that? Oh, towards the end, uh, when Johnny Carson uh, was getting near the end of his career hosting The Tonight Show, he worked about two shows a week. Oh. So he had guest hosts. Mondays were repeats. Oh, I see. He got to call his own shots. I think the difference is that Johnny Carson had... He was getting like $8 million an episode or something. He was getting $8 million an episode, and his name was on the show. True. True. So he probably had licensing rights after that. Yeah. Which, by the way, Johnny Carson probably retired in the best way possible. Which yep. I don't think people retire so well nowadays. Like Carson did it and like went away and just shut up. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. Letterman followed in suit, although David's yeah. had some projects, obviously yeah. doing his podcast, doing his own thing. But he's done other stuff. But like like Johnny Carson just left and just left well enough alone. And I feel like you don't have entertainers like that today who just retired. Now Jack Nicholson did this too. But Jack Nicholson, I forget, I think he had dementia. He's and, dealing with a condition. Yeah, and he retired because he couldn't remember lines anymore. Yep, so. yep. Uh, yeah. No, most people that end up going away in the entertainment business, usually not of their own doing. Yeah. They're either uh, just not able to draw a box office or they get themselves in the hot water they can't get out of. Yeah. Uh, Jay Wright appears to be doing the same thing here with Villanova. Yeah, I'm sort of convinced he's taking a year off and going to go get snatched up in the NBA. Like somebody whispered a number in his ear and he's like, oh, excuse me. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, He's definitely done things his own way. He's a Philly guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got to, got to go two decades there in Philly. But couldn't you see like 
76ers blowing it, and then they fire Doc Rivers, and they're like, come on, AJ, right? Yeah, but I think he's going to make sure he's going to be able to to put together a He's going to be able to do it. Uh, Maury's not your average NBA GM, and so if he's not going to have any influence over what Maury does, then he's not interested. He's he's accomplished too much. He's not interested in all that drama. But that's for uh, further shows. Uh, He'll be uh, joining Luke, of course, Center and Saint coming up, uh, following us uh, at 1 o'clock today. It's the Duck Spring game. Uh, so uh, we can start to see the uh, Dan Lanning process, see what he's thinking, a quarterback uh, between the three that are on the roster there, as uh, well as uh, some other uh, guys that were injured last year, hopefully uh, getting a little time, and that'll lead right into Ducks baseball. That's your day here. we got NBA playoffs over on 9-10 this afternoon uh, at 4 o'clock. Nets and Celtics uh, back in Brooklyn, so we'll see how that goes. How close is Ben Simmons to getting on the floor? Uh, but for the next hour, it's uh, all golf. Uh, the weather relenting. Hopefully you've got a tee time scheduled for this weekend or you're getting back out. I think I'm going to hit the range. Uh, we haven't picked up the clubs. It's been wet. It's been cold. Uh, hard to uh, hard to practice. Hard to play out there and that stuff. And as we uh, hit the season, uh, it's time to get the game in shape. So I probably need a lot of short practice. A lot of short practice uh, there before we start playing on a regular basis. Uh, Coming up at 8.30 here this morning, good friend David Phipps, uh, who is the uh, Northwest uh, Regional Director for the Golf Course Superintendents uh, Association of America, going to join us. Yes, the Rounds for Research auction is ready to get going next week. Uh, It'll open up on the 25th. He's going to join us, uh, talk about that program. And uh, where the money goes uh, for uh, turf grass research, as well as some other educational programs uh, that the uh, GCSAA uh, has available uh, that maybe you weren't too aware of uh, and how to make it known to your course, your local course, uh, whether it's uh, a muni course that you play public course or whether it's your private club, uh, maybe if it's something you think uh, is worthwhile to get involved with there so you understand where the money goes. But so many uh, so many great courses around the country, as well as several here in Oregon that are putting rounds up for bid on auction, as well as some private cl- courses. So if you've always wanted to play, haven't uh, known a member somewhere, uh, including uh, Oswego Lake Country Club, Waverly Country Club, the Oregon Golf Club, uh, some places uh, that you might be able to uh, uh play a foursome and make a donation to a very, very worthy cause. Uh, The USGA has added another course to its uh, what they've called anchor courses now that will see repeated uh, U.S. Opens, women's U.S. Opens, and they're shrinking the pool, bringing it into more of a rotation that we see from uh, the Open Championship from the RNA over in Great Britain. Is that going to be good for the game? Uh, is it becoming more exclusive? Curious how you think about that. You can always text us here uh, on the text line, fan text line 503-250-1080. Is there a course that you would like to see become a regular spot for uh, U.S. Open championships for both the men and the women? Uh, we'll discuss that here uh, as the show goes on. But as always, we start by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. 
four tours are in action this weekend. Uh, one should be playing right now. They're outside of what appears to be some sort of, I don't know, it looks similar to Euro Disney or something. There's a giant roller coaster in the background in Spain where the DP World Tour is playing the ISPS Hand of Championship, the Lakes Course Infinitum in Tarragona, Spain. Uh, but they have been suspended. Hailstorms, uh, lightning, and thunderstorms in the area. So they have suspended play. The leaders have never teed off in their third round. Scott Jameson out of Scotland, uh, your leader at 11 under par. Uh, Adrian Otegi is the local uh, Spanish favorite. Uh, he is eight under. American Johannes Veerman, who's been playing on the world tour now for five or six years, looking for his first win, trying to crack the uh, top 100 in the world rankings. Rasmus Hoygaard probably... Uh, the name uh, amongst the leaders at seven under that's the most interesting. He is the uh, very young Dane who is likely to start working himself into Ryder Cup consideration uh, and uh, has all sorts of game just trying to uh, harness the power uh, that he has. So if and when they're going to be playing a lot of golf here if they can't get things started back this afternoon. Uh, the Champions Tour, PGA Champions in action, a brand new event, the Club Corp Classic. Club Corp is a, a corporation that owns and operates uh, several top golf courses around the country here. Jerry Kelly is your leader, five under par, had a hole in one uh, on number six from 169 yards out. His 15th career hole in one in a competitive play. Just making you jealous is all belief. Looking for his first win since uh, last year's American Family Insurance Championship. Now, this event also, if you caught any of it on Golf Channel, you say, okay, is Smoltz in the field? Is Tony Romo in the field? Why is Annika Storenstam playing out there? Uh, this has a celebrity uh, side tournament as well. They are using a modified Stableford scoring system, so looking to draw some attention there uh, to the Champions Tour. Tony Romo is your leader, 37 points. Uh, Marty Fish, the former tennis player, uh, U.S. Davis Cup captain, I believe, this year, 34 points. And then Annika Sorenstam at 33, John Smoltz at 31, and some other uh, uh, NFL, MLB, and uh, other players of note, uh, professional celebrities there uh, playing in that one. So just a little something uh, for your eye. Uh, Woody Austin, Scott Perel, Gene Sowers, among those tied at four under par. Uh, Retief Goosen, who's ranked number two in the Schwab Cup standings, uh, is uh, tied for 24th at even par 71. Bernhard Longer not playing in this event, so everybody else has a chance to win on the Champions Tour this week. The ladies are in Los Angeles. They continue sort of their West Coast uh, tour. They are playing in the... Uh, Dio Implant LA Open, Wilshire Country Club, proving to be quite a test for the ladies. Uh, the rain overnight, yeah, they had a big rainstorm down in Southern California Thursday. That washed out some things. Uh, there was some damage, so they started second round action uh, late Friday morning, did not complete it. So they are finishing up as we speak here before they start the third round. Uh, but right at this moment, just 26 players in red numbers. World number one, Jin Young Ko, tied with Nasa Hataoka at seven under par. Uh, Jin Young Ko firing a bogey-free seven under 64 yesterday. She got ridiculously hot with the putter. Uh, but this world number one player who won the Portland Cambia Open last year up at the Oregon Golf Club, uh, is just kind of the antithesis to what the modern golf game has become with power, uh, just overpowering courses. 
Uh, she is some 30 yards shorter than the longest uh, drivers on tour. Uh, she is 117th. She drives at just 253 yards on average off the tee. But driving accuracy, 16th. So top 20 there, top 20 in greens and regulation, top 20 in putts per green and regulation, top 20 in putts per round. Uh, her scoring average is under 70. That's eighth. She's only played in three events this year. But you want to know how you put a score together? She hit all 14 fairways, uh, and she hit 16 of 18 greens, only needed 27 putts, uh, tied for the lowest 18-hole score on this course in tournament play. So those of you thinking, I need to, yes, you want to be as long as possible, uh, but there comes a point at which, how much yardage is enough for you? Uh, watch her play if you have not. It's just uh, breathtaking at times. Uh, the accuracy that she has, the consistency that she has, the ability to understand her game. She won five times last year, one in her first start. She's only played three starts this year. Uh, she won uh, over in Singapore and uh, trying to get to her game going uh, and Definitely, when the ladies play Pebble Beach this year at the U.S. Open, uh, look out for her. You hope Nellie Corda can come back. We'll talk about more her. She had an update on her injury when she might be uh, seen back on the LPGA because they desperately miss her. And uh, it'll be fun to watch her on Nasa Haraoka uh, coming down the stretch. So they'll get play started around 9 a.m. Uh, in round three. And uh, Hannah Green there at five under alone in third. Lizette Salas, uh, three under the low American right now on the board. The PGA Tour's only team event is the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay uh, set a course record for this event playing best ball in round one, a 13 under par 59. They backed it up with a 468 on the alternate shot foursomes on Friday. They have uh, the lead at 17 under, one shot clear of Aaron Ryan, David Lipsky, a uh, couple of youngsters uh, who grew up on the DP World Tour. And Wyndham Clark, the former Duck, playing with Cameron Tringali. They are at 15 under par uh, in a group there. Both of them looking for their first victories on the PGA Tour. Uh, so today, uh, things will be interesting because it'll again be uh, best ball today. So both players playing their own ball. The low score amongst your teammates on the whole uh, will be the score registered for the team. So opportunities to go low, not quite as low as Thursday. The wind is supposed to pick up a little bit, but uh, the pairing of Cantlay and Shoffley is also interesting for President's Cup, for Ryder Cup. These two look like they are going to be uh, representing the United States on those teams for years to come. And anytime as a captain, you can see two guys being really comfortable playing together like that. Uh, even and more importantly in the alternate shot, because those are the toughest pairings for those captains to put together. Uh, seeing them fire a four under 68 on Friday and maintaining the lead. Uh, do not be surprised if these guys play together. Uh, they are both uh, fairly even keeled out there. Uh, heart rates remain low. Uh, a bad shot or a bad hold doesn't seem to bother them, doesn't affect them. Uh, so great chemistry, but a, a, a steely focus as well for them. They enjoy the competition. They uh, bring it in. 
Some other names to watch. Uh, the Australian pair of Jason Scrivener and Jason Day. They are 14 under. Uh, Scotty Scheffler and Ryan Palmer uh, had a big day on round one, uh, but just even par 72 on the second day. So they are at uh, 11 under. But Scotty Scheffler, world number one, continues to uh, demonstrate solid play. And uh, the defending champion, Sam Burns, Billy Horschel, also in the mix at 14 under. So it's a fun event. Uh, the course is set up, especially for uh, four ball, uh, to really go low. So the wind will be probably the only thing that keeps them from uh, really going low today. Uh, should be a lot of fun, so you'll have coverage there. Uh, ESPN Plus has the early round coverage, Golf Channel, and then uh, CBS will have it for you uh, later on today. They will pick it up at noon Pacific time. Uh, 10 a.m. on Golf Channel. So that is what's going on. We'll talk a little bit. Uh, Jordan Spieth got his first win of the season last week, and uh, we'll have a little bit more on him later in the show. When we come back, though, the USGA announced the third anchor course as it relates to U.S. Open's USGA championships. Uh, they will get repeated events uh, over the course of the next three decades. They are going this route, trying to uh, close ranks on the top, top courses and the most iconic courses in the United States. Is this good for the game? Uh, we'll discuss as we get going here. David Phipps from uh, the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America going to join us at the bottom of the hour to discuss the rounds for research auctions uh, that get going here this coming week. Glad you're with us. Uh, hop on board. You can text us at 503-250-1080. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 819 here this morning. Golf in the Northwest. David Phipps of uh, the Golf Course Superintendents Association going to join us here in a little bit. Discuss the rounds for research auction uh, getting started next week and where that uh, research money goes. Some of the programs that help support to keep our golf courses uh, playable and um, as well as uh, support uh, the environment uh, that they come from. Um, The golf courses being the most important asset to the game itself uh and one of the uh one of the jewel crown jewels uh golf courses uh, in the world is pebble beach um you love the competitions there it has hosted some of the the most iconic moments in the professional game for certain uh with tiger woods uh in 2000 uh maybe the single most dominant performance in a major in modern golf. Uh, Jack uh, Tom Watson's uh, chip in on 17 to beat Jack Nicholas uh, to win a U.S. Open. Well, the USGA uh, wants more of that and announced uh, earlier this week that they are becoming the third anchor uh, course uh, that will serve as a regular. Uh, host for U.S. Opens. They're going to host four of them for the men. Uh, the next one up is 2027. Then in 2032, 2037, and 2044, uh, they are also, for the first time, going to host U.S. Women's Opens, including uh, it'll actually be 2023 that they will be hosting it, 2035, 2040, and 2048. Uh, they are going to use Spyglass Hill to host simultaneously back-to-back U.S. Senior Open and U.S. Senior Women's Opens uh, for the first time. And uh, so certainly you can't argue that. They joined Pinehurst number 2 and Oakmont up in the Pittsburgh area uh, as the three courses that uh, the USGA is setting as anchors it leads you to believe that there will be more of these uh coming up and the question will be uh you know how how long will the list go we know there's a regular rotation for the british opens there by the rna uh one of it geography there's just not as many courses uh, due to how little land there is up there in in great britain where they play They've added a course here and there over time. Royal Portrush now, uh, we know, uh, in Northern Ireland uh, appears to be part of the, It's going to see regular play. Um, but, you know, there's St. Andrews and there's Royal Birkdale and um, Royal St. George's uh, and seven or eight courses, and they've become iconic. Uh, we'll see the same action by the USGA. There is some speculation as to the courses that we may see added. Uh, Oakland Hills, which is hosting the PGA Championship next month uh, after their big renovation. Wingfoot uh, has hosted tournaments in the past. Shinnecock Hills as well. Um, The big question is, will the Pacific Northwest eventually get shut out? The only course that's hosted a U.S. Open in recent times was Chambers Bay. It got mixed reviews. Uh, they totally took out the fescue greens and they put in Poana, which is the more native grass. And so the reviews on that, since it's been redone, have been positive. But I think the biggest issue uh, for fans going up there was half the course they couldn't get to. Uh, 
and it was a very, very tough walk. And so if there is a way to get on the calendar for the USGA, certainly any course here in the Pacific Northwest, you would love to be able to see uh, the high, uh, uh, host a major championship on a repeated basis, you know, once a decade. Um, and it would be fantastic. I wasn't able to get up there, but I know several of us from here at the station did. Uh, and they said it was spectacular. The course is amazing itself. It's different from most of the courses that you see, which makes it unique. It's great for television. However, it was not a very fan-friendly experience. Uh, it is a, it is a remote sort of uh, piece of property there. And so uh, if they can invest a little bit more resources into making it fan-friendly and the course is up to speed, I think Chambers Bay is somewhere you would see uh, and building up around it. We'll continue this discussion, but I believe our buddy David Phipps is uh, calling in. So let's take a break. We want to give him plenty of time. There's lots to discuss with the rounds for research auction coming up and some of the programs that the money raised for that will help support as we make the turn here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. 827 here this morning. And prompt as always, as you would expect from a uh, former golf course superintendent, uh, David Phipps, our pleasure to have him joining us here out there in Oregon City, uh, where he's there, uh, well, some of the time. A lot of the time he's on the road. He is the Northwest Regional Representative for the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America as they get set for the rounds for research uh, auction. You've heard us mention this over the years, and usually it's something we kind of get to at the end of it, but this year we're out in front of it, uh, things working out that way. David, good morning. How have you been? Good morning. I've been great. That's super. Well, uh, this uh, auction just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Uh, the Golf Course Superintendents Association, obviously uh, supporting those out there uh, caring for maintaining uh, the golf courses uh, here in the United States. Um, but the rounds for research, maybe give a little bit of history just on its formation uh, and uh, what what the whole goal of this, what we are raising money for to help support uh, their efforts. Yeah, you bet. Um, it's been such a successful program. You know, we hope this year to raise 
um, a lot of money you know, to go for turfgrass research across the country. This program actually started in the Carolinas, and they took it to a point where it became so successful, they, they figured, well, let's just share this with the rest of the country. And so the GCSA adopted this program, and now we help administer it to all the local chapters around the country. And the money that's raised with this auction comes right back to the chapter and benefits the golf course superintendents in terms of research and education. Um, so it's just a fantastic program. It's a way that we can help keep golf sustainable uh, by helping, uh, providing a way that, uh, you know, even the golfers can contribute to the success of you know, this industry. Well, yeah, and it's uh, it, the bidding will start, I believe, on Monday, on the 25th. It'll open up and, and stay open for a week. Um, courses mm-hmm. from uh, around the country, um, Oregon, uh, it, and some private courses, too. So if you've never had the opportunity, uh, Waverly has donated a foursome. Uh, the Oregon Golf Club uh, that hosted the LPGA event last year, Oswego Lake Country Club, uh, as well as Pumpkin Ridge has thrown a couple in. Uh, those sorts of things, Tethro out in Bend. Uh, so some places where maybe it's difficult to get on, it's an opportunity to do that as well as some of the, the top courses around the country. Um, but I think some people, you know, it's good to hear the money that comes in locally will go back to the local chapters. And uh, because the research is, it takes a lot of money in order to do the things that you've got to do. And, and the Northwest being such a... Um, a hotbed for the growth of certain turfs. I mean, or turf in Oregon is one of the, the big agricultural businesses. So it's kind of a perfect region to do a lot of research here. Absolutely. You know, the most grass seed in the country, well, almost around the world comes out of Oregon. It's such a, a big crop out here. And unfortunately the last couple of years has been really tough in terms of, you know, we had that big heat bomb that we had in 117 degrees that happened right about, right about the time when grass was germinating and so it uh, rendered, rendered a lot of the grass seed just not viable. And so they lost a lot of crop that way. They lost a lot of crop to the voles, which eat the grass after it's been windrowed before it was harvested. So it's, it's been a kind of a, a travesty, if you will. And so the price of grass now for golf courses, even down in the desert who are overseeding um, for their winter play, are paying up to $3.50 a pound. So can you imagine doing, you know, 40,000 pounds of grass seed or seed your golf courses. <laughs> and these guys are still picking it up because that's their livelihood. That's what they need to do. And they depend on, you know, Oregon for their, for their crop. It's pretty special. So but, you know, Oregon, in, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, David. And you were going to continue. I was just going to say that, you know, about the different sorts of research and, and programs that go on uh, with the turf seed, with the turf grass uh, development. You bet. You know, Oregon has been kind of a, in the forefront of a lot of the environmental efforts um, with the golf courses. And, you know, back in 1999, actually Oregon was the first chapter to embark on a uh, program where we developed a set of BMPs, best management practices, if you will. And that, that, that BMP has now gone through three revisions um, where it is today. Um, but this actually became a GCSAA program where our, our initiative was to get a BMP set in every state across the country by 2020 and we achieved that goal and now we have 50 state BMPs in place that uh, help provide ways for golf courses to uh, manage their golf course in an environmental way that's most efficient, sustainable and protects the environment and that's our focus on that. Um, but that all started with the efforts of you know, superintendents here in Oregon 
Um, shortly thereafter, it was Florida and New York, so I'm going to give them credit too, but Oregon kind of led the way with that. And a lot of research goes into developing these BMPs, and, and, and that's a lot of this money that we see here being raised with rounds for research has contributed to those BMPs. So it's, it's a pretty special program out here. And then as far as, uh, you know, that research, what are some of the things that uh, come out of it and develop, whether it's, uh, you know, those best practices, whether it's uh, sometimes the need for finding different ways to care for the grass with with treatments, with products, with um, mm -hmm. however, what's been some of the things that have come out since you've started those best management practices uh, that we've seen that are now um making a difference on the golf course as we play. You bet. Well, you know, Oregon State now happens to be like the only major college that has a turf grass program on the West Coast. And Alec Kowaleski is our professor down there, and he has done a phenomenal job in garnering a lot of research. And one of his grad students who now has his PhD has moved on to the USDA down there in Oregon State. But he did, his name is Quentin Maddox, and he did a bunch of research on how to control microdochium patch, which is that winter disease that we see on, on greens in the Northwest where it gets that little pink spot and has little circles that grow. And it's pretty destructive and grass normally won't grow out of that until the growing season starts up. So you can see why it's so important for us to keep that disease curtailed during the winter. Well, Clint worked on ways to manage that disease without using fungicides, but, but using a program of um, iron sulfate and phosphates and uh, um, crop oils and things like that. And he came up, you know, about a 90 to 99% clear plots by using that without using pesticides. And so that's the kind of research that we're doing. That's just being part of our BMPs and helping superintendents do more with less impact on the environment. David Phipps is our guest here, Northwest Regional Representative for the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America. Rounds for research, uh, getting going. Uh, you can just type in, you can go on Twitter, and actually it's uh, at rounds, the number four research, uh, and get a link there. Just type in on a Google search, rounds for research, and it will take you there. You'll see golf courses available, donating uh rounds uh for foursomes or twosomes all over the country including several here in oregon but uh some courses if you ever wanted to go uh you know bucket list sorts of ones that you can play especially the carolinas are big pinehurst number two there's some stuff available if uh, your budget allows uh <laughs> Uh, to get down there, some of the TPC courses around the country as well. One of the other programs, though, that um, has gotten going in recent years uh, is the First Green program. We know about First Tee, uh, where golf getting involved with youth at the formation, using golf to teach uh, about life and life lessons, but now specifically the golf course superintendents uh, using it as part of uh, STEM education. Uh, how How is that program going and uh, how can people get involved here with their local courses uh, to develop those relationships with with the school districts well thanks so much for asking this is a program that's very dear to my heart um, this program's been around for about 22 years and it started up in washington state in bellevue a couple superintendents jeff gullickson and steve Keeley, are kind of the leaders on this and they kind of got this program going and they've been hosting field trips for years um, when I came to GCSAA in 2012, I had already hosted a few field trips in my golf course, Stone Creek, and I brought the local Gaffney Lane sixth graders out. We did a birding field trip and learned about in, um, the environment and identifying birds, worked with some local birders and did some field trips out there. And it was just a blast. 
these fifth and sixth graders come out to the golf course and their eyes just open in wonderment. You know, so I saw the benefit of that. But when I took this job at GCSAA, the first green asked me to sit on the board of directors. And so I did and became part of that program and worked with them. And then with that connection, I was able to bring Red Evans, our CEO, out to a field trip in Bellevue. And, and he was hooked at that point. And then the, the board with GCSA decided to adopt this program and take it within ourselves and uh, make it a nationwide program. And now we've got countries even looking at this program, taking to adopt it over the, over the big pond, you know. Um, but it's been wonderful. We've got super, uh, superintendents hosting field trips all across the country now. We had one just recently over in the Mid-Atlantic region where he had local news station out and he was hosting segments and talking about what the golf courses are doing and how they're um, teaching kids these STEM activities and bringing them to the golf course and helping them apply what they're learning in school in a real-life situation. And, you know, this is great that we're doing this because, this, you know, outreach is one of our uh, – things we like to do for, for our communities, but we're also, we have something else behind us. We want to create an awareness of the position of the career of golf course management. Uh, today, this is an open career. If somebody comes in and wants to get a college degree, they're going to get a job right out of college because we're going to have a shortage of superintendents when us baby boomers all decide to retire. So if there's a way we can kind of entice some interest and show um, this uh, wonderful career as a superintendent, working outdoors, working with people, managing a, a beautiful property, and it's a, a pretty well-paid position, I might say, at that, if you get into the right job. Um, even summer employment for students is a great opportunity there. Right now is a good time to connect with your local golf course and see if you can get a job out there. But the first screen has been helping make awareness of that. And you know, in a couple of weeks, I'm going down to Byron Nelson. They're going to host a booth down there and, and uh, talk about first green to the people watching the, the tournament down there in Texas. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, uh, it's just a fantastic program. Yeah. And so if uh, people are interested either connecting their golf course to local schools or connecting their local schools, their, their kids uh, are interested in that uh, to, to a golf course, what's the best way to, to go about trying to make those connections? Well, if you're a teacher and you would like to have a field trip at a golf course, they can definitely connect with me and uh, be happy to uh, you know, get them along the way and connect them with a the golf course. Or if it's a superintendent wanting to do a school, I can help them reach out to a school as well. Um, I've had teachers in Salt Lake City come off the, out of the woodwork and just start emailing me like crazy in one school district. And I've got field trips set up all over the place down there. Um, <laughs> They, they, you know, they love the idea. And we've had these field trips and the teachers come away just shaking their heads going, how great is this? You know, the kids having a great time and learning how to, to, you know, measure square feet, how to, what soil science is all about, learning about insects, learning about macro and micro invertebrates, all kinds of stuff that we can teach that have to do with golf course management. It's really cool. David's an easy guy to find too uh, on Twitter at David Phipps P H I P P S, and uh, he will definitely respond. I can I can tell you that. Uh, you can go to uh, gcsaa.org uh, and search on David. You'll get uh, his phone number there with uh, the GC. SAA. So uh, this, the weather over the last 12 months here in the Northwest has been unbelievable. You mentioned the ridiculous uh, heat we had that one weekend, uh, the likes of which we've never seen in this part of the country. 
Then we come in uh, this winter, uh, odd, a, a lot of wet, uh, and then we thought we were hitting spring, and then it snowed in April. So uh, what's been the effect, and what have uh, superintendents here in the Northwest had to adjust to, and how are courses coming out of this now that hopefully uh, this cold weather is behind us, and, and how will that affect uh, how courses should be uh, being able to be played here in the spring? I hope this, this weather just starts going for the getting to the norms because some of these extremes are just going crazy, whether it's ice or snow or heat or rain or whatever. Um, it just seems like we're just seeing so many more of these extreme ends of our weather. But, you know, my hat's, my hat's tipped always to the superintendents out there and dealing with what they have to deal with amongst all that. You know, managing the course, you know, through cleanup. I mean, look at Oregon Golf Club last year. They had that snow and that ice. It broke trees down right and left. And then within 90 days of the beginning of that tournament, they were told they were hosting the tournament. So Russ Bandehay had to scramble and get all of this tree work done, get this course cleaned up, and then host a major LPGA event all within 90 days. It's unbelievable. So it just just you know, it goes to the um, how strong these superintendents are and how adaptable they can be to get this stuff done. But, you know, the golfers have to have an understanding. This go- the golf course may not be – you know, putting at that great speed that they expected to. You know, you can't be barking at superintendents in March about greens not rolling 12 on the step meter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know it, it, it's a seasonal thing. And you know, I, I'm still flabbergasted at some of the conditions that are coming out of these golf courses amongst these this weather, and especially with the labor shortage as well. You know, there's been a, it's been tough to get employees. It's tough to fight with McDonald's on the minimum wage. Yeah. Um, Granted, you know, that wage is coming up. We're paying more people, paying people more money um, to get these jobs. And uh, it's just the the way it is. You know, that's our industry. And I always ask you, but uh, we can't remind people enough. What are some of the just most basic things golfers can do when they're out there playing on courses to make life easier on the superintendents and respect the work that they do on a daily basis? Oh, you know, just being mindful of the environment, mindful of, you know, leave the course better than when you arrived, you know. So if you're on a green, you see a ball mark, that's not yours, just fix it, just bend over and fix it. That's, to me, it's an honor to fix ball marks, you know, it's a pleasure to, to help the golf course. Um, you know, if your divots, if you got sand, let's fill that divot with sand. If you, you know, got a nice large enough chunk, put it back and stomp it in. Um, again, leave that golf course in better shape than when you found it. You know, bunkers, Sometimes we've, you know, during this pandemic, we've actually removed bunker rakes. And so people have gotten used to not raking bunkers at all. But now the rakes are finding their way back to the edge of the bunkers. Um, they're not there for decoration. They're there for use. And uh, feel free to pick one up and rake some footprints. You know, you can do that. That all helps. Well, fantastic. Well, again, uh, rounds for research. So it gets underway on Monday. Uh, you can go to... Um, if you go to the uh, GCSAA.org site, there's a big banner for it, and then uh, you can. Uh, it says, "I want to bid. I want to donate." Are you still? Are they still accepting uh, courses if they want to donate some rounds, or is that closed? Oh, ab- absolutely. No, we'll we'll accept courses clear to the last day, and you know we'll even have a, a auction afterwards to auction off the rounds that did not get uh, a bid on. But generally, things here in Oregon go get sold out. So it's a a good time to get in there and, you know, start putting your name on some of these golf courses. Yep. Opportunities. And and again, if you're planning, uh, if you're deciding you want to go on the big, uh, the big bucket list golf trip at at some point somewhere, 
whether it's Florida, uh, Carolinas, Texas, Arizona, New York, wherever, uh, there's some great, great mm-hmm. golf courses, and uh, you're gonna that money's going to go to research uh, and and do some good. David Phipps uh, with the uh, GCSAA. We always appreciate your time. Glad you're uh, glad you're there in Oregon City. I know you are, are all over. Uh, heading back to Texas for the Byron Nelson in a few weeks. We'll all be jealous of that, but we appreciate it. Uh, again, you can find him at David Phipps on Twitter. Uh, if you want more information on uh, the First Green program or anything else that's going on with the GCSAA. Thank you so much. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to talking with you soon. You bet. Thank you. There you go, David Phipps. It's rounds for research. Uh, go go bid, whether it's uh, something local, uh, whether you want to take the big vacation. Uh, there's over 1,100 uh, different uh, rounds up for bid all across the country. So, uh, And uh, find out more about things. GCSAA.org is where you can go online, find out all about the programs uh, that it supports. When we come back, we'll continue our discussion. The anchor course is now for the USGA. That's coming. Uh, some updates, a shout out to uh, the University of Oregon women's team as well. They had a big week. Looking forward to a few more big weeks as we wrap things up here. Coming down the stretch, it's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 848 here this morning. Thanks again to David Phipps for uh, joining us. Uh, hopefully you can go out and uh, pick yourself up around. Make uh, make a buy on the auction next week. Have yourself uh, a great time. Get somewhere maybe you haven't played before and uh, make a great donation. Uh, congratulations to uh, the Oregon Ducks women's golf team winning the Pac-12 championship uh, for the first time. Uh, they had a seven-shot victory uh, over uh, Oregon State and Stanford. The Beavers uh, tied for second there. They had a great final round uh, to climb up the leaderboard and tie Stanford. Stanford was the uh, number one ranked team in the nation. Oregon is number two, so a big win for the Ducks. And uh, individual medalist honors to sophomore Cynthia Liu. So they are awaiting to find out which of the NCAA regionals they will be headed to. Um, So you've got uh, courses in uh, Albuquerque, uh, the Stanford golf course there, uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma, Tallahassee, 
Ann Arbor, Michigan, and Franklin, Tennessee. Those are the six regional sites. So those uh, announcements will be coming out, and those events will be held the weekend of uh, May 9th, 10th, and 11th before the national championship, which will be in Scottsdale uh, towards the end of the month. So congratulations uh, to them. Uh, congratulations also to Jordan Spieth, who won for the first time this season, taking the RBC Heritage uh, in a playoff with a uh, ridiculous bunker shot on the 18 there at Harbortown Links. Uh, not the easiest one to get out of, uh, but Patrick Cantlay had a fried egg. He, uh, he just couldn't do anything with that shot, so he wins. It's his 13th career victory, and it sets him up to possibly complete the career Grand Slam. He just needs a PGA title, and uh, they will be at Southern Hills in Oklahoma, uh, a course that uh, Spieth might be a little bit more comfortable with. Obviously, growing up in Texas, he's used to the wind. Uh, he's going through a swing change, which is unbelievable because he's like 180th in putting on tour this year, uh, which you think, no, that's what he's known for is making all those uh, 15 to 25 footers. He's been working on a swing change, and it's tough sometimes to watch that uh, work in progress. But if he can uh, get back and pay some more attention to his putter uh, to bring it back in line with what we're used to as he starts to figure out that swing, uh, swing could be a lot of fun to watch him. Uh, Nelly Corda, the world number two player we have not seen for several months after she was diagnosed with a blood clot in her arm that was diagnosed. She was having pain. Uh, she recently posted a couple of weeks ago that uh, she underwent successful surgery to uh, maneuver uh, the artery that was causing the problems there or a vein and uh, take the pressure off of it. Uh, it is all she is recovering and uh, she's looking forward to being able to practice again. Maybe we will see her uh, when the U.S. Open gets going. They will be at Southern Pines uh, Pine Needles uh, this June. Don't know if she'll play the match play in Las Vegas at the end of May. Um, more likely to play the Cognizant Founders Cup up there in New Jersey if she wants to get a tournament in. That is still a few weeks away, uh, May 12th through the 15th. But uh, after that, not sure if she dials it up, uh, tries to come back in a U.S. Women's Open. Um, so then we probably most likely see her at the ShopRite uh, in June after that. But uh, I know uh, the game needs to have somebody like Nelly uh, out there ja challenging Jin Young Ko, who's looking to win again here this weekend. But wanted to get back uh, for the last few minutes um, and see about this USGA, uh, you know, where things are going with their championships. Uh, it is a spectacle at certain courses. Uh, players know it means more to win at certain courses. Uh, Pebble Beach added this week to the anchor courses. So it's Pinehurst number two, Oakmont, and Pebble Beach. The three confirmed anchor sites. Uh, there's belief that there'll be two to three more added among those. Uh, Wingfoot, Shinnecock Hills, Beth Page Black uh, could be amongst those. Uh, and then we know courses that are uh, quirky and funky or that have hosted in the past, like Marion, uh, they're going to get opens in 2030 and 2050. Torrey Pine South, uh, Baltus Roll, Olympia Fields, 
Uh, and could Chambers Bay be one of those, have the changes that they have made? This is something that uh, we will continue to discuss here, hoping to have some guests uh, on in the future that can speak to this, what the USGA is trying to accomplish. If they know that these sites are going to host tournaments regularly, uh, is the USGA going to invest money into these to try and uh, see more about how to enhance um on-site fan experience, uh, what research can go into developing the games further, uh, whether it's technology, uh, whether it's uh, golf course management as uh, is so important as we talk to David Phipps. Um, but you just hope the Pacific Northwest doesn't get uh, X'd out of this. They, they haven't had a regular PGA Tour event for a long, long time, knowing that uh, some of the top events are going to come here Um on a regular basis uh, would be a, a great thing. And uh, are there any other courses specifically in Oregon uh, that could be in line to possibly host USGA events? We know Pumpkin Ridge has hosted some, some U.S. amateurs. They love going to Bandon for U.S. amateurs. Uh, you know, what would Bandon have to do to be able to host a U.S. Open? I think it's the perfect venue for a Ryder Cup. That's run by the PGA of America. Um, but obviously, you need to be able to have some infrastructure to get fans there to generate the income <laughs> that you're going to need to put on one of those events. Um, and we'll see if the courses, you know, uh, how adept they are to putting up the grandstands. That's the other thing. You've got to, there's a lot of infrastructure that goes on, and courses have to be able to absorb and, and have that and not have it affect the courses. Um, moving people around, having places uh, for people to to sit uh, with minimal impact to the course and the environment around it. So some courses are more uh, naturally set up for that than others, but it'll be something that will be most interesting to keep an eye on uh, as the USGA continues to move forward. And Mike Wan now in that uh, position, wanting to uh, take the USGA and looking uh, deep into the future. So... Um, Although you do like to see it move around, uh, the PGA, I think, will continue to do that. They have some favorite spots. Uh, Whistling Straits, I know they love up there in Wisconsin, uh, probably uh, will continue to to host events on a regular basis. But, um, you know, are you going to be able, with the majors, to have at least one that that moves around for some places new? Uh, you hope that's the case. Uh uh, to be able to go uh, see different things from time to time as much as we love some of these fabled iconic courses in the country. But that'll do it for us. Uh, you can catch us if you missed part of it, want to go back, listen to more of David Phipps. Uh, you can catch it on the podcast at 1080thefan.com. It'll be posted here shortly. Thanks to Will. Center and Sync coming up next. I'm going to be on vacation next week, but it will be a Grip City podcast takeover. Uh, Dirt will be in here. Uh, he's doing the Grip City podcast. Uh, his partner will be in, so I'm going to seed things over to them. I will be in Nashville uh, with my boys and a long-awaited uh, reunion vacation. Should be a great time. Uh, we'll tell you all about it uh, when we see you in a couple of weeks. But that'll do it for us. Thanks to Will, as always, behind the glass. Center and Saint up next. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. 
Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.